All right, everybody, welcome back to the Millennial Sales Podcast. I am your host, Tommy Tahoe Alemo. It is the early morning here uh, of Tuesday, March 23rd, second to last week, last full week of the quarter for most of us out here, uh, for me. Uh, and excited for this week's episode. Excited to talk to you today. Um, it's going to be a little bit of a different episode. I'm going to try something new that I've done in the past, bring it back where uh, there's actually not a guest. There's no interview. I'm going to talk about uh, a topic that is really top of mind and uh, share some good resources, books, things like that, and uh, and we'll get into it. Um, before we do, if you find any value in what I'm doing here, uh, this show, everything that I'm doing is dedicated to young sellers trying to help them succeed, uh, make more money, get promoted, be more fulfilled, enjoy their job, uh, all that good stuff. So if you find value, go to Apple, subscribe, leave a review. Um, that helps me tremendously. You can add me on LinkedIn, Tom Alamo, uh, other social medias, Twitter and Instagram, YouTube, Tommy Tahoe. Um, okay, so uh, Aristotle once said, we are what we repeatedly do. Excellence then is not an act, but a habit. And, and from my perception, you know, creating good habits uh, and even maybe more important is, is ruining bad habits is one of the most important things that anyone can do, especially for a salesperson, right? Um, so much of our day is, uh, is routine. It's habits. It's, you know, we're waking up at, at, at our apartment or our house or wherever we're living. And, um, you know, that's probably where you're working right now as well. And we have a limited amount of time to do all of the things, right? To prospect, to uh, prepare for our meetings, to do demos, to follow up, to update Salesforce, to, you know, listen to gong recordings, shout out to gong, uh, to do everything that you need to do in your day uh, to get it done, as well as have a personal life, maybe work out, cook, eat, all the things, right? So um, the habits that we have are super important, right? Like if you, if you go back and forth between like a really good habit, you can have like say reading, every day or multiple times a week or exercising versus smoking cigarettes, right? Like that, those can both be habits. Good habits can help you move forward. Bad habits uh, can, you know, help kind of bring you back down to, uh, you know, downward. So um, there's a few resources that I want to break out, right? Um, one, ha one book that I think is really good that I'm actually reading right now it's called The Creative Habit by Twyla Tharp. And um, I'm just going to read one piece of it because this is, I think, a really cool, uh, a, a cool way. This is literally how she starts her book. She says, uh, I begin each day of my life with a ritual. I wake up at 5.30 a.m., put on my workout clothes, my leg warmers, my sweatshirts, and my hat. I walk outside my Manhattan home, hail a taxi, and tell the driver to take me to the pumping iron gym at 91st Street and 1st Avenue, where I work out for two hours. The ritual is not the stretching and weight training. I put my body through each morning at the gym. The ritual is the cab. The moment I tell the driver where to go, I've completed the ritual, right? So um, that's just a great example of every single day. And she's like, I don't even know how old, but, but probably in her sixties at this point, um, a choreographer, dancer, and still does this every single day. Spend those two hours in the gym, gets up at 5.30, does the thing, Right. And so she knows that if she calls the cab, as soon as she hails the cab, 
it's game over. She's not going to go to the gym and then like turn around or take a nap in the locker room. Like once she's there, she's going. The toughest part is getting out of bed, putting on her clothes, uh, hopefully brushing her teeth and then calling the cab. Uh, so the, the reason that I actually thought of this idea was um, I'm reading this book, The Greatest Salesman in the World by Og Mandino. And um, it, it's not tactical necessarily, but it's maybe the best book about sales that's out there. It's, it's one of the tops and it's old school, like, uh, you know, Dale Carnegie or Napoleon Hill or, or some of these folks that, you know, were talking decades ago. Ogmandino was, was one of those inspirational cats. And um, this is going to be the basis for what we talk about. I'm, I'm going to do a little bit of a book reading uh, today. So essentially, if you haven't read this book, uh, if you've read The Alchemist, it's similar uh, to that book for salespeople. If you haven't read that, uh, essentially, it's a fable. It's a fable of this boy um, that is a, uh, he's, he's a camel boy, right, which is very low on the, on the totem pole. And he's working for this very wealthy uh, robe salesman, uh, right? And the boy is, is poor and, and of low status, and he wants to impress uh, a girl. And so he tries to, you know, he says, hey, I want to be a salesperson. I want to be wealthy. I want to be successful. I want to impress her and her parents and be able to, you know, woo her. And so the very wealthy salesman uh, tells this story about how he was in a similar position uh, many moons ago as a poor camel boy and uh, was given these 10 scrolls. And these 10 scrolls have with them the principles, the guidance that you need to be successful. And what the book recommends is that you, uh, as the reader, read each of these scrolls once uh, for one month, 30-day period. You read that scroll morning, noon, and night. Um, and so that it seeps into your unconscious. And so actually what I'm thinking is that for the remaining 10 months of the year, what I'm personally doing is I'm going to read one of those scrolls every single day. So I'm in scroll one right now, and um, I'm going to do a podcast about one of them. Uh, so we're going to go through the next 10 months of the year to close out the year uh, with, with one of these scrolls. And I would characterize it as simple, but not easy, right? Like it's simple. Uh, a lot of things about success, in my opinion, is, is simple, but it's not easy, right? Like, you know, wake up early, exercise, treat other people well. So doing thing, doing the right thing is, is, uh, is simple, but not easy, right? It's, it's, it's simple to wake up early, but when the alarm goes off at five in the morning and it's dark out and it's cold and the covers are warm, so on and so forth, it's hard to get up. Um, so this might not be mind blowing to you, but... I'm going to read, it's about five or six pages, chapter eight, the scroll marked one, and I'll make some commentary, and then we'll get into talking more about habits, but this is about building habits, so um, just take a listen. <clears throat> Today, I begin a new life. Today, I shed my old skin, which hath too long suffered the bruises of failure and the wounds of mediocrity. Today I am born anew and my birthplace is a vineyard where there is fruit for all. Today I will pluck grapes of wisdom from the tallest and fullest vines in the vineyard. For these were planted by the wisest of my profession who have come before me generation upon generation. 
Today I will savor the taste of grapes from these vines, and verily I will swallow the seed of success buried in each, and new life will sprout within me. The career I have chosen is laden with opportunity, yet it is fraught with heartbreak and despair. In the bodies of those who have failed, were they piled one atop another, would cast a shadow down upon all the pyramids of the earth. Let's take a quick cut out there. Um, I was talking to someone recently that is, is new-ish to sales. Uh, she's in, in her first year and was coming up against a lot of resistance and was so close to you know, getting her first sale. But it's one of those where it's like, you're so close yet so far away seemingly. And um, what I told her is that it, it, is, um, it takes so long uh, there's so much effort that you need in the first six to 12 months to get this thing going, to get off the ground. It's like to get a plane off the ground, it has to, you know, the jets have to repel so fast. And then once you're in the air, you're not coasting, but like you can use your momentum to keep you moving forward. Um, that's what sales is like. So many people try it millions and millions every single year, get into it and millions and millions fail and quit and get into something else, right? And so I love that line, the bodies of those who have failed, where they piled one atop another would cast a shadow down upon all the pyramids of the earth. Let's go back to the book. Yet I will not fail as the others, for in my hands, I now hold the charts, which will guide me through perilous waters to shores, which only yesterday seemed but a dream. Failure will no longer will be my payment for struggle. Just as nature made no provision for my body to tolerate pain, neither has it made any provision for my life to suffer failure. Failure, like pain, is alien to my life. In the past, I accepted it as I accepted pain. Now I reject it, and I am prepared for wisdom and principles which will guide me out of the shadows into the sunlight of wealth, position, and happiness far beyond my most extravagant dreams until even the golden apples in the garden of Hesperides will seem no more than my just reward. Time teaches all things to him who lives forever, but I have not the luxury of eternity. Yet within my allotted time, I must practice the art of patience for nature acts never in haste. To create the olive, king of all trees, a hundred years is required. An onion plant is old in nine weeks. I've lived as an onion plant. It has not pleased me. Now I will become the greatest of olive trees and in, growth, in truth, the greatest of all salesmen. I love that piece too, because I've talked about this on the podcast. You've heard a lot of guests talk about playing the long game, plant seeds, right? That relates to uh, skill development, right? You want to grow your skill set in your, in your 20s so that you can use it to your advantage later in your career. Um, you want to grow you know, your experiences, you want to grow your network, you want to give and give and give and give and not ask for anything in return, because at some point, it might be tomorrow, it might be 12 years from now, but that will pay off. And everyone that's successful that I've talked to has pretty much said that. So that's what I'm doing. That's why I'm doing this podcast today um, is to is to play the olive tree game, not the onion plant game. Um, back to the book for uh, and how will this be accomplished? For I have neither the knowledge nor the experience to achieve greatness, and already I've stumbled into ignorance and fallen into pools of self-pity. The answer is simple. I will commence my journey unencumbered with either the weight of unnecessary knowledge 
or the handicap of meaningless experience. Nature already has supplied me with knowledge and instinct far greater than any beast in the forest and the value of experience is overrated, usually by old men who nod wisely and speak stupidly. That's a great line. In truth, experience teaches thoroughly, yet her course of instruction devours men's ears, so the value of her lessons diminishes with the time necessary to acquire her special wisdom. The end finds it wasted on dead men, right? Uh, you, you take your whole life to get experience, and by the time that you get the experience you were looking for, you're old or you're dead. Um, furthermore, experience is uh, comparable to fashion. An action that proves successful today will be unworkable and impractical tomorrow. Only principles endure, and these I now possess. For the laws that will lead me to greatness are contained in the words of these scrolls. What they will teach me is more to prevent failure than to gain success. For what is success other than a state of mind? Which two among a thousand wise men will define success in the same words? Yet failure is always described one way. Failure is man's inability to reach his goals, whatever they may be in life. In truth, the only difference between those who have failed and those who have succeeded lies in the difference of their habits. Good habits are the keys to all success. Bad habits are the unlocked door to failure. Thus, the first law I will obey, which precedeth all others, is I will form good habits and become their slave. Good habits are the key to success and bad habits are the unlocked door to failure. That's, that's so true. Um, and as much as I love studying people that were successful, right? And you'll see their good habits there. If you read, I love reading and listening to uh, biographies and autobiographies, right? And uh, let's take, you know, Tiger Woods, for example, is just like, you know, the lowest hanging fruit. Like, why was he so, so successful? Well, one reason was because he had amazing habits. He was so disciplined when it came to golf and he was so good and he worked so hard and he worked out every single day. And he, he did do all of the different uh, exercises that you need to practice your short game and this and that and block out distractions and, you know, working on his mental, right. But on the flip side, what was his downfall? The bad habits, the sleeping pills, the 32 different girlfriends that he had, the, this, the, that, the things that, you know, he was so disciplined in some ways, which made him great. The areas he was not disciplined was where he failed. So uh, were he as disciplined in some of those personal, uh, you know, parts of his life, there might be a different story there. I, and I'm no, not an expert in, in psychology, but I think, you know, it's pretty clear that a lack of, of discipline and, and poor habits and, and maybe poor morals in certain cases uh, led to his downfall. Um, so anyways, uh, if we go back to the book, he says, as a child, I was slave to my impulses. Now I'm slave to my habits, as are all grown men. I have surrendered my free will to the years of accumulated habits and the past deeds of my life have already marked out a path which threatens to imprison my future. My actions are ruled by appetite, passion, prejudice, greed, love, fear, environment, habit, and the worst of these tyrants is habit. Therefore, if I must be a slave to habit, let me be a slave to good habits. My bad habits must be destroyed and new furrows prepared for good seed. I will form good habits and become their slave. That's so true. Um, just the quick fact that like we are, we are like 
you know, so driven by our habits, right? Like whether you know it or not, that, that, that's why we do certain things because that's the lowest hanging fruit. It's, it's the common denominator. It's the thing that we're always going towards, right? Like that's why I woke up this morning and the first thing I did was brush my teeth. Like it was unconscious and that's why I did it. And that's why we say certain things. That's why we do certain things and act certain ways because it's ingrained in our psychology in, into our subconscious. I'm going to skip over a little piece because he talks about um, you're going to read every scroll for 30 days and uh, this and that, and this is how you do it. And uh, he says, why? So, so what will be accomplished with this habit of reading every single day for 30 days? These, these same words. Um, this is the hidden secret of all man's accomplishments. As I repeat the words daily, they will soon become a part of my active mind. But more important, they will also seep into my other mind that mysterious source which never sleeps, which creates my dreams and often makes me act in ways I do not comprehend. As the words of these scrolls are consumed by my mysterious mind, I will begin to awake each morning with a vitality I've never known before. My vigor will increase, my enthusiasm will rise, my desire to meet the world will overcome every fear I once knew at sunrise and I will be happier than I ever believed it possible to be in this world of strife and sorrow. Thus, a new and good habit is born for when an act becomes easy through constant repetition, it becomes a pleasure to perform. And if it is a pleasure to perform, it is man's nature to perform it often. When I perform it often, it becomes a habit and I become its slave. And since it is a good habit, this is my will. I'm gonna talk about James Clear in a minute um, and Atomic Habits, which is the best book about habits, the best resource about habits you're gonna find. And I love that he says this, um, it becomes easy through constant repetition uh, that makes it a pleasure to perform. And if it's, a if it's a pleasure to perform, that's when you perform it often, right? So um, it, it's really hard to get a habit that you don't enjoy to some level. Like a habit that just sucks every single time will never stick, right? And you might say, well, Tom, I, I work out every morning and that sucks. But the reason that it's good, right, is not because you might enjoy it during the process, but we'll get to, we'll get to some of the science here that, that James Clare talks about. But it's not that, it's that there's a part of the habit that is making it enjoyable for you. So it could be looking in the mirror afterwards and seeing your abs or something. It could be that you go ham on, uh, you know, dinner afterwards. It could be... Uh, the, just the endorphins, the rush that you get afterwards that you feel so good after, and that makes you want to go back for more, um, so on and so forth. So there is a reason you're doing it. There is a reason you enjoy every habit, right? Or else you wouldn't do it. Um, this is the last page. So let's just bang through this and, and talk. To get, today, I begin a new life. I make a solemn oath to myself that nothing will slow my life's growth. I will lose not a day from these readings for that day cannot be retrieved nor can I substitute another for it. I must not, I will not break this habit of daily reading. And in truth, the few moments spent each day on this new habit are but a small price to pay for the happiness and success that will be mine. As I read and reread the words in the scrolls, never will I allow the brevity of each scroll or the simplicity to cause me to treat the scroll's message lightly. Thousands of grapes are pressed to fill one jar with wine and the grape skin and pulp are tossed to the bird. 
So it is with these grapes of wisdom from these ages. Much has been filtered and tossed to the wind. Only the pure truth lies distilled in the words to come. I will drink as instructed, spill not a drop, and the seed of success I will swallow. Today my old skin has become as dust. I will walk tall among men, and they will know me not, for today I'm a new man with a new life. That's good. It's like five, six pages right there. Uh, if I didn't cut out so often, it would take me five minutes max to read that, uh, and it does, and that's what I do every morning. So um, I love that. I hope you pick up this book because it's great, and um, I'm going to be reading it all year long, so if you do, let me know, and uh, we, could, we could talk about it. Um, I want to get to James Clear. I mentioned this book, Atomic Habits, which is the book. It's the book about habits. If, if you're interested in this, if I've sold you on the importance of having a good habit, uh, Scott Adams, who is the uh, as famous cartoonist, said, uh, losers have goals, winners have systems. And I don't necessarily agree with the first part because I'm very goal-oriented, but, but his point resonates, right? Writing down that you have a goal to sell a million dollars or to make 100K or to lose 10 pounds is good. That's a good step, but you need a system to get there. Because it does feel good to write down that goal. But if, you, if your actions don't change, then nothing changes, right? Like if nothing changes, nothing changes. So you don't just lose 10 pounds by writing down the goal. You actually have to do something different. You have to start eating more carrots and celery. You have to start exercising. You have to drink more water, whatever it might be. Uh, as a salesperson, if you want to uh, make more money, if you want to sell a million dollars and you sold 500K last year, well, you either need to do twice as much or be twice as good or some combination, right? So that is going to be more skill development. It's probably going to be uh, more coaching. It's going to be, you know, more calls, more emails, more meetings, more demos, right? Like it's going to be more and it's going to be better, right? It's not just making a goal and, and trying to get there, right? So you have to actually bring the science to it. Um, there's a four-step system for, for James Clear of the habit of how to create a good habit that I think is really good, right? So the first step is to make it obvious, right? So um, like the, the common example is if you want to work out in the morning, you set your gym clothes out like the night before, right? Or you even sleep in your gym clothes so that when you wake up, there's no excuse. And that's the easy step, right? That's the Twyla Tharp of calling the cab. She's got her clothes laid out. She calls the cab. It's obvious. She's doing that every single day. It becomes very easy to repeat. The second piece is um, making it attractive, right? So a way to do this is to pair um, a habit with something that you already like to do, right? So maybe it's, um, you know, you want to read in the morning and you love your morning coffee or tea. Say, okay, um, I am going to, enjoy my coffee, but only after I've read five pages or while I'm reading the five pages of the book. Something that you already do, you brew your coffee every single morning or you pour it or you get your tea going, whatever it is, you're going to pair that so that it's not that you're creating this whole new habit. You're just adding, you're just stacking. He calls it habit stacking on top of each other. That's the second piece. The third piece is to make it easy, All right? So um, like uh, essentially, what, what you're trying to do is, uh, you know, he, one thing he says, like the two minute rule, 
right? So like make any habit, anything that you need to do should be two minutes or less. So in the scenario where, um, you know, again, you want to go to the gym because that's just another easy one. It's not the actual workout. He actually says the habit should be like you go to the gym and you just go there for five minutes. Let's say you never work out. You go there for five minutes and you leave. I don't know what you do for five minutes, a couple of pushups or something, and then you leave. And so, you know, the next week you come back and you go for 10 minutes and then you, you kind of work your way up. So the habit that you're building isn't necessarily all of this effort. And it's this thing that sucks so much. It's just like, I'm going to get in my car or I'm going to go walk to the gym. And that's the habit you're developing. So over time, it's so ingrained in you that you're going to go to the gym that as you start to get more fit, you can actually work out more and, and do all that stuff. Um, and then the fourth thing is, is to make it satisfying, right? So the easiest way to do this is, um, you know, giving yourself an immediate reward after, right? So I talked to a buddy of mine that's a newer SDR and, you know, he's banging out 50 cold calls, 100 cold calls a day, probably 50, I, I don't know. And, um, you know, that's really exhausting, especially if you're living in an apartment by yourself and you're just talking, you're getting hung up on, there's no sales pit, no camaraderie. Uh, so I said, hey, look, you know, do something for yourself, like go call for 50 minutes and then take 10 minutes off, right? Or once you hit a certain benchmark after 10 calls or uh, one booked meeting or whatever it is, then go give yourself a reward. Go, go for a walk, check Instagram for five minutes, get a coffee, get a snack, something that you enjoy, right? So oftentimes what I'll do is like, you know, I try to have all my things done you know, the most important things for the day, I love for them to get done before noon. And if that's the case, you know, that's when roughly when I eat lunch and when I eat lunch, I don't check, you know, I'll go on LinkedIn, but I won't go on, on other social media until lunch. And so that's my reward. If I can get all my shit done, you know, I prospect and maybe I do a podcast like I am right now, or, uh, you know, some of these other things I need to get done in the day. By the time it's lunch, I feel accomplished. Check Instagram. And I go back and do my thing for the afternoon. But, but the goal is to get so much done, you know, by uh, noon that I feel satisfied with that. Um, and so, you know, that's, that's pretty much it on habits, right? Like um, if you have a bad habit right now, uh, you can replace it with a good one just by following those four steps. Um, if, if you don't have habits, um, that's the way to build them and, and to make it repeatable. And I would say, the best salespeople I know, if I were to really conclude with anything like the best salespeople I know have great habits. They prospect every day. You know, they're not afraid to pick up the phone. Uh, they're making it about the customer, not about them. You know, they're building up their skills. They're learning new things. They are taking time for development. Um, all those things that require good habits, they're taking care of themselves physically and mentally, right? They're, they're going for walks or they're meditating or they're exercising, they're eating right, like drinking water, like all that stuff. And uh, if you don't have the whole piece together, the whole pie together, you know, the wheels are going to fall off at some point. Uh, trust me. So try that out. New thing here for the podcast, going to go through these scrolls once a month. Um, and then, you know, otherwise we'll get back to the amazing guests that we've been having. Let me know what you think of this episode. I'd love to hear you uh, on LinkedIn or uh, any social media. Hit me up. Again, I'm, I'm Tom Malamo on LinkedIn, Tommy Tahoe on other platforms. Uh, if you found value here, if you're ready to create a new habit, if you're going to buy this book by Og Mandino, 
go uh, subscribe on Apple and uh, leave a five-star review. Really appreciate it. Otherwise, make it a great week. Last week of the quarter. Get after it. Close some deals. Peace.